0: Filtered
1: podcast. This episode
2: was sponsored by GoTie. Go to the Unfiltered Podcast and go through the link so you can get twenty five percent off on all purchases.
0: Before we begin, my name is Blue. I'm twenty seven. My name is Audrey. I'm twenty one.
1: Christine, twenty
3: two. Joseph, nineteen. Theo, I'm sixteen.
0: All right, guys. Now, our uh, first topic is going to be uh, Organism 46B. I've been super excited to talk about this with everybody in this group right now because I thought it was a very interesting thing to discover and I just wanted to hear y'all's thoughts on it. So, for those of you who are listening and do not know what we are talking about, it is an enormous 30 foot, 10 meter long, 14 tentacled squid that they supposedly found in Russia underneath a underneath two miles of ice in a lake so let's get into this so uh apparently these scientists um let me see if i can find his name here well let's first talk about the um surrounding area or the creature itself the creature is designated organism 46b was aquatic beast alleged catways um allegedly captured by a russian scientist team near a
4: research output post i'm going to butcher this name vasco vasco it's the russian name y'all i'm from tennessee station okay organism 46b is enormous and the encounter that these scientists had from allegedly that they had um was absolutely horrific because honestly if any of this happened in front of me I would probably shit a fucking break. I don't think I would have made it out of there alive. So let's get into this encounter. So they established this place by um it was established by the Soviets in 1957 was discovered to have been sited atop a vast body of liquid water beneath. So they didn't even know there was water underneath till like years later, like 1947. So they finally decided around like February 5th, 2012 to go and start digging up in that shit. And I think they finally reached the bottom and uh, as they reached the bottom and decided to send out some people to go investigate it, uh, the story of this all first broke uh, November 2016 on the 30th and uh, the claim from um, Dr. Anton Padalko. Podolka, I know I'm butchering his name, guys, claims to have been part of this scientific expedition and he explored the lake with his team. And this guy, him and like, I think a couple other men said to have made it out. And um, yeah, two of his teammates, one being his best friend, was one of the guys who actually got caught by the beast and was ripped to shreds by his encounter of it and um, from his own words we encountered the organism 46b on our first day it disabled our radio which was later learned to our alarm was it was intelligent it is also able to paralyze prey from a distance of up to 150 feet by releasing its venom into the water tragically my colleague and lifelong friend was killed this way. Those are, that was one of his um, responses to uh, being, I'm not really sure who interviewed this guy and got all this information from him because he has not being able to be found ever since this was released. So like, uh, I don't know if this is exactly his words, but we're going off of that right now. And um, just so you guys know, for something to be able to spit, wa- spit venom through water that far, that is a lot of fucking pressure bro just i just need everybody to realize that that is a lot of pressure especially at the depth that that thing was at
2: just get stronger simple
4: yeah exactly so um he uh he then proceeded to say he treaded water wearing a blissful smile as the organism approached him where watching helplessly as it used its arms to tear off his head pop his arm remains in its mouth and they all watched it and he said that he almost looked hypnotized and in a trance whatever he was being eaten so that kind of makes me think that this thing puts out a lot of chemicals that may make people hallucinate Mm -hmm. is one of my theories and after this it can it continued to stalk the group and as it's stalking the group um that he said it shape-shifted into the form of a human diver where it was where they thought it was one of their colleagues swimming towards them tried to go near it they then realized it was not their colleague, but by the time they realized it was too
1: late, and it had got another one of them. So, demon. I thought. Well, I, I thought. I, I wonder if it's the hallucinate late, like whatever you said. The hallucinate. It would have to be hallucinogens. Because yeah, because it, there's it, no way he shape shaped yeah. Well, here's
4: my thing. Like there is an octopus. I don't. I cannot think of the name of the octopus, but it actually, it, I wouldn't say shapes just it. Mimics other. Predators around it to kind of help keep itself alive. I think if maybe it followed them for a certain distance and maybe tried to mimic what they were doing. I think shapeshifting is a little far, but mimicking maybe. Yeah, you I could mean,
1: mimic it could mimic the vocals. Even or, if or, so, though, wasn't it's it a dark? creature,
2: and you're saying like a small person. I feel like they should have noticed.
4: <laughs> I mean, yeah what you have dark? to think. Whenever you're underwater, you have goggles on. There's bubbles going up through your face. It's kind of blurry looking through everything. So I mean, like until you get super up on something, you're not going to really know what it is. Oh, I you thought write you might. Meant... Your face. Okay, so I, I, mean, I understand that. But what i I think it might be a chemical thing. I think it might have released some chemicals that made them hallucinate all this shit.
2: Okay, because my understanding was that they were on the water, not in it. No, so they're my in idea.
4: underneath the water, like two miles underneath the water. They're not treading the water. They are under
2: it. Okay, so then that wow. could definitely be a possibility because it's very dark down there.
4: Yes, yes. They are very far underneath the water at this point when all this is going down. They were sent down there to research at the bottom of the lake to gather some specimens and shit, and that's what they ran into. So, that's where we are. Later that night, um, they actually, after this encounter, they ended up uh, cutting off one of the tentacles... From the creature, and this is where this kind of confused me a little bit. They said that they put the creature in a tank. They were able to put the creature in a tank, and I just, I just need y'all to understand how big this thing is. Like it's fucking huge, and them not knowing that something that big's down there and already having a tank prepared for it, kind of fucking
1: BS. Yes. That
4: don't make no sense to me. But like i'm thinking like maybe they had a tank big enough for the tentacle they walked off i think the wording may have got mixed up in this maybe mm-hmm. i'm hoping and what they meant is they got a piece of it in a casing and not the whole thing because i feel like if they got the whole thing that just but you later further into this you'll see okay after um whopping off one of the tentacles they were able to capture this thing magically in a box and um As they were sleeping on the ice that night, the tentacle somehow skeeted across the ice and was able to strangle one of the other scientists while they were sleeping. So, not only is the creature very intelligent, but it's able to control its limbs even after they are detached from its body, supposedly. Ew. Yeah, so that's crazy. And you also have to think, so, uh, tentacles, octopus... um, whenever you put their tentacles off they're still able to move they still have those movements in them but i've never seen something like crawl towards you and knowingly grab a hold of you and try to choke you out you know
1: yeah i do know when you eat them like because in asian culture you like people like to eat them live they'll try to climb out of your throat while you're eating it
4: yeah yeah i've heard that and then like (laughs) yeah so like that all happened and then after trapping the creature in a tank and bringing it to the surface and it was seized by the Russian government and yeah, they, they were told not to speak of the encounter ever again and ever since then uh Dr. Hadalika has fled the country after allegedly discovering the Russian president Vladimir Putin oh my words Vladimir, Vladimir Putin I know I sp- I know I butchered it. Russian government president has um, wanting to weaponize this creature, but Russia has denied all claims of this and all allegations that this organism even exists. So now I've got some, I got a few little questions of my own, like, and I I read further down in the little hoax section. And this is like some things that people kind of nitpicked at the whole story that I was also doing myself and one of the things was that um, whenever you're drilling for like shit like that they said like typically ice drills are not very big so like the drill hole is usually just like a couple inches in diameter for like maybe a couple things small things to fit through but definitely not a human body nor a big ass tank you know what I'm saying so that's one of the things that some people thought was a little weird but I'm just saying they could have dug like a popped a bunch of holes in that and like had a big open area for people to dive down in but that also you gotta think is two miles of ice they dug through and drilled through so I doubt that was one of the options um the other one was where is Dr. Padalka like what happened to him if all this is fake what happened to him why did he feel the need to flee the country if he was not in danger Mm -hmm. and um everybody's been looking for him and and not only that i want to know could this possibly be one of the reasons that nasa decided to stop exploring the ocean and start exploring space like could organism 46 be just be one of the many monsters that are intelligent underneath the ocean that we are trying to escape from I want to know y'all's thoughts on all this. Do you you think it's a hoax? Do you believe in the organism? If you do, what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, I think it's real, right? Because we don't know 80% of the ocean. I definitely think it's probably real. I just think that it doesn't want to be bothered. I feel like humans just need to leave it alone. (laughs) We're land mammals for a reason. We need to stay on the land
5: i
2: I feel like it's pretty difficult though to say that it's real if you haven't seen it because right now if anything it's hearsay right now this game doesn't exist but for me it'd be difficult to not see that especially something of that magnitude right
1: have you discovered 80 percent of the water joseph
2: i never said i did but i'm talking about the creature (laughs) not the water
1: i know but the creature can be deep deep in the water
2: yeah, but there's no need for us to go that deep. <laughs> what the heck are you saying?
3: Simple
4: answer. Like we don't
1: need
4: to go down Just there. stay away from them. Simple answer.
3: Me personally, I do kind of feel it is a hoax. The The largest squid ever recorded is 40-odd feet. So for a squid to actually get up this size it is a very rare occurrence. And aside from that, 150 foot of venom, it, you know, you're European, that would be 50 meters, which is the size of, you know, two houses, you know, two living rooms. And the hallucinations is probably, to be honest, bullshit because it might be, you know, like tranquilizer fluid, which you know can, you know, make them go limp or numb and stuff like that, so they could, you know, stop moving. So, you know, personally, I feel like it is a bit of a bullshit, but you know, yeah, I can see That's that as
4: a
5: good point.
4: Me personally, I think that this shit might actually exist. Now, do I think it's to the extreme as which the scientists experienced it? Maybe. But i think there might have been a lot more chemicals from releasing from this squid than they thought possible it might have been a really really toxic animal to be around and just being in the water may have caused many many things of brain damage for them and not only that um people thought the giant squid did not exist until 2016. so i think it is well within reason to think that there are bigger things in the ocean just kind of out of our sight and hidden even though it is a little out there everybody thought it was a little out there to see a squid giant bigger than a boat but sailors seen it they were called crazy for it and years later here we are knowing it exists so who knows 20 years from now someone might actually come up with some evidence that shows that this thing is real and it does do everything that those scientists said but we also may prove later that it was a hoax and they just wanted some attention on the Russian government
2: I do have one thing though Um, it a possibility sure but would we be able to coexist with it or would we have to kill it
4: that's a good question would we be able to coexist with something that is very intelligent enough to know about its own existence
2: exactly because if anything we'd have to kill it if if there's one there's more so we'd have to kill a species off
4: and if we know anything about squids and octopus they don't have just one baby at a time
2: yep they have multiple so Mm -hmm. it'd be a tough one
4: it would and humans we ain't reached the depths to which they have so who knows how deep they go to have their children you know
2: next thing you know we're making underwater nukes
4: (laughs) i'm just saying they've been blowing up the ocean here lately
2: i I believe it
4: that's all i gotta say But um, I think we were going to get into some Reddit readings. So who wants to get us started off on that?
1: Um, yeah, but before we begin, I'd like to give a shout out to one of our affiliates, Fiverr. If you check out our website, you can see a video on what they offer and all the gigs they have. If you want somebody to deal with the legal stuff of your business, um, get your Discord started, like you don't have any ideas or inspiration, you can check them out. Absolutely. And also, feel- oh, look, go ahead, Blue, give me a second.
4: Oh, And if you're feeling hot and spicy with your significant other or you're just wanting to buy her something that looks real sexy for you, you nasties, check out our <laughs> site. We got the link to Miss Me, Empress Mimi's there. She has everything you could ever want and more.
2: Uh, So mine is the topic is my son cheated on his wife and here's a context um it says OMG I just got a text message from my daughter-in-law he caught my 30 year old son cheating um what would you do or say in this situation? uh
4: for
2: one why? and, and let me give, give a little more information they were ma- uh married for three months so far
4: oh three months into your marriage and you already walking out my girl? unacceptable. Okay. Little- acceptable Unacceptable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, why? I just feel like you weren't even in it to win it to begin with. Why would you even propose and waste her time like that?
1: Uh, he's yeah. grown age, thirty years old. That is not acceptable.
3: Does it say how long they were dating
2: before the marriage? <laughs> no, it does not. Mm-hmm. But I feel to to marry someone, right? It's a huge thing. So if you are going yeah. to three months in, like, why'd you even bother? Mm-hmm. Right? You you could have had a one night stand or something or a hookup, but instead you did this. So you heard them even more.
1: That's what I'm saying like better yeah. yeah. sense. Is... And marriage is ex- like weddings are expensive.
5: Right? To get married and divorce is it like expensive?
2: Exactly. So it seems like he loses more than he won. Exactly.
5: exactly. He
1: was hoping not to get caught, I feel like.
2: Yeah, cuz he, he loses half of what he gets anyways. Too.
1: But I have a question. Yeah. You see how all in the news were like parents are defending their kids like from murder or cheating would you confront your son <clears throat> about the situation or would you be one of those parents who defend oh. your kid no matter
2: what 100% I confront my kid I tell I tell yeah. him what the hell's wrong with him you know what I mean Absolutely. you told this girl you love her been married three months which means you've probably been dating for a good amount before that so what was the point yep good good okay
1: next question Chrissy
5: okay So this one, this baby girl, she done said that her boyfriend's friend group, they are only friends with girls that they would smash. If they (laughs) when (laughs) they smash you, you ain't in the circle, baby girl. Like, you, you ain't getting it. And she asked her boyfriend, like, you know, if he would ever do that. And he's like, no, because he doesn't have any any friends that are girls because he's dating her. So what are what are your like thoughts on that? Do you guys think that's weird? Do you think guys would normally do that?
1: I feel uh, would no. <laughs> I 100% think that. Unless there's like a huge age difference or family friend, I don't see myself being with friends of the opposite sex, like close friends where I'll be alone with them at all if I had a boyfriend. I just feel like it's a waste of my time.
2: I feel like it depends um especially if like like in my case I have a lot of buddies don't care if they're a guy or a woman like like these are people that I'm expecting to keep my life right so those are people that I'm definitely you know whether whoever I'm with I'm still gonna be able to um be around those people but never would I betray the person I'm with right yeah yeah I do agree, I do agree. Like,
3: same with me. I do, i obviously some close female friends and some close male friends, but if I'm in a relationship, I'm not going to obviously get with my childhood female friends, you know? A hundred percent.
5: Well, not even like childhood like friends, it's just like any homegirl or anyone that's like the a female that you're friends with, like you obviously find her attractive.
2: So if you find them attractive, then that's different, right? Obviously you have to break that, that off. Even,
5: that's not even our friendship either
2: yeah that's um, not a true
5: friendship I'm sorry yeah. but, that's but if less. it's like
2: if it's a legitimate friendship different story right but if you think they're attractive you gotta break that off that's not that's not that's not who you're with you know
1: yeah that's, that's less
5: think. though that's just you wanting to smash just yeah. smash your friend like come on really
1: and blue oh <laughs> now this
4: is a good one guys I, personally, I can relate to this and I, I'm gonna tell you why just tell them straight up best friend kid is a little shit can't fucking relate (laughs) how do I go about telling my best friend his kid is absolutely awful without majorly offending him which honestly if he's your best friend you should not give two shits about offending him but anyways I digress fast forward 32 years he has only one only child has everything he wants has TV in his room Has a fucking iPhone and iPad at the age of four, which is fucking stupid. And like, yeah, he gets basically anything he wants, and his dad basically is, he's all about his son. He cares very much about him. That is his apple, that is his baby, which is how it should be. But there's an extent, people. Anyways, he, his kid, goes absolutely zerk without his screens. He is aggressive towards other kids, towards dogs. It doesn't matter. He just isn't about that fucking life when it comes to it. And discipline is not in his parenting aspects uh, for his friend. Like He don't discipline him at all whenever it comes to this stuff. So he said, I worry about what he will be like in 10 years or so. So it's got to the point I don't really even want to visit anymore. Like, I understand that completely, my God. Like he dreads even going over there because he wants to put the kid in his place. But you don't want to do that because it's not your kid. You can't go put your hands on other people's kids and shit. So how y'all feel about that? What would you do if it's your best friend's kid? What are your thoughts?
5: So here, here's the thing with not having discipline on your children and not being strict on your kids. Is that reflects onto when they get older and how they respect you then. Does that make sense you? I'm like, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, if definitely. you're going to let them disrespect you at that age, they're going to grow up and continue to grow up and be like, well, you let me get away with stuff back then. So I'm going to keep going because you've never told me any different.
1: Yeah, I've I've been with friends who are disciplined and undisciplined. And the people who are disciplined just are better off as a person than the people who were never disciplined. They're just brats. They're the ones who gossip a lot. They're snobs. They're, I don't know. I like them it's definitely uh, an I apparent to issue on a they yeah. really do it's an
2: apparent issue because um, there, there's a limit right like we said there's giving your kid everything right because that's your child and then there's giving them more than they have or need because they need to at some point Or at a young age they need to earn this stuff, right they can't just have everything and if you don't teach them that they're never they're going to expect you to give everything to them and then what happens from there they're just relying on you and they have poor behavior
1: yeah i don't understand the no discipline parenting i like if you guys ever check it out on hulu the parent test where they try all these different type of parenting traditional strict disciplined high achievement child led the child led the free range all of those were horrible they were horrible the kids were brats they allowed strangers in the house It was just horrible
2: that's because they don't know what they what they want they, they think they know because they see what other people are doing, but they don't actually no. know what's they the right They don't, don't
1: know what the real world is because that kid is going to grow up, the kid on the Reddit, he's going to grow up and there's going to be someone who's not going to put up with that and he's going to put that kid in his place. And it's not going to be the nice way because he hasn't learned. Well, he's going to take it congrats. a lot harder. He's going to take a lot harder from a stranger than it is his own parent.
2: Oh, 100%. If it's a stranger, they'll probably beat him right then and there. <laughs> not kill <laughs> him. No, I'm serious. Like, like I've seen kids I, like, just walking by on the street, I've seen kids who, like, were giving everything. One day, this adult was taking their stuff, beat the crap out of the kid right there on the street. Like, wow. that's how it is. You, you got to realize that you can't be
1: an idiot. I guess I can see that. Yeah. Feel. Theo?
3: Yeah. No, nah, no, but opinion, really, just, you know, I do kind of agree with the strict parenting. Like, it's kind of worked for me. My parents are, you know, strict, but they know the limit. So oh, I think I've turned out fine. I'm not a spo- spoiled little slobby brat that gets everything he wants handed on a silver platter, you know? But some parents are, you know, the complete opposite. They do that, and then kids just end up fucking about all their life and just go
1: nowhere. I didn't know. If It's not, like, prejudice. I didn't think Europeans, like, because I watch um, strict parents around the world every time the european kids they'll be just like the biggest brats out of every other kid oh no 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 yeah, yeah. don't get me
3: wrong there's a lot of bright people but like sometimes spanish parents tend to be stricter than you know other like european like, parents you know because they tend to be very loud and you know shout at you when you don't do anything so you know that puts you in your people you know, the old like you know slip will come out every that, but you know that's about it they get disciplined they get put in their place but you know if that doesn't
2: happen to you you're just gonna make a fuck about all your life I don't true. know. I like the classical American beatings.
1: <laughs> spanking? Well, people... This girl tried to tell me a spanking is child... um, It's abuse. I'm like, abuse is when you they, beat the kid. Half the that. A spanking... Do cocaine in public. <laughs> a pat in the, the, the butt is going to teach them not to do that again.
2: Some just kids need it, man. some
1: kids don't. It's really... Yeah.
2: I think it's ironic, too, because they're... Obviously, this isn't everyone right, but there are children who like legitimately got beat. Like I'm talking oh, beat.
1: Yeah. Right?
2: And, and it's more apparent in America. We're not gonna talk about why, okay. But you know, you you look at how they come out and you look at how like people from other countries are where they don't do that as much. It's a big difference, right? And whether it's fear or whatever, right? It's a factor.
1: I don't think I don't think um beating their parent in America. I feel like American parenting is a lot weaker than other countries. Like being born in Haiti, I think discipline we- is a lot stricter. Like you don't wear your shoes outside, you can beat with the shoes. You don't eat your food. You get beat with
2: the well, food. Yeah, like in <laughs> Latin American countries
1: and stuff <laughs> yeah, like they're... that,
2: parenting's a lot stricter. But that's what I'm saying. I think now it's gotten way, um, like you said, um, weaker. Because you look at the older times, right? They just beat kid, just beat the life out of kids. and the kid would have to learn that way. Now it's like you let them do whatever they want. And they walk on you. Sure. All right. The next question. Honestly. honestly... Go
1: ahead, Lou.
2: Oh,
4: I was going to say, honestly, I think it's just because the, the, today's kids are fucking weak. <laughs> we are... Let's think about this. 100%. Like, mentally, mentally, we are unstable, but we're strong. We we hold our shit together when we can. Y'all can't hold shit together. Not
1: even for a second. Y'all break down easily. They need Y'all their little safe bubble. Some- that's, why, that's why whenever this like bullying case go out, I'm like, how severe? Because... People would say calling you stupid is severe bullying. I'm going to tell you something.
4: (laughs) I had some boys that used to bully me in school. You know what I did? Beat the shit out of them. Knocked their fucking socks off. Made one boy so bad his pants fell off. He never fucking
1: talked to me again. But my question is from Reddit. And I think we all can relate because everybody in here games. Every single person. So the title is Gaming with the Boys. There are these guys I play with online, but they consider me as their friend, but all they do is make fun of me. The people I cared about who died, like my girlfriend who passed away last year, my baby sister who passed away this week, is something that's brushed off. And something else in my life is a living hell, like I'm suicidal and I'm still in high school, but if somebody could help me put in words and advice to tell them I don't appreciate them making fun of me or whatever, or making jokes about my dead sister, how do I do that?
2: Well, first off, those are people that you should not be friends with, right? That's the first thing. But if you choose to be friends with them either way, you need to tell them there's a line, right? And they wouldn't want anyone to talk about their dead family members and joke about it. Mm -hmm. So why is it okay and acceptable for them to talk about his? It's not fair.
1: Yeah, I feel like you should have made that clear in your friendship. Because we do have offensive humor in gaming across the board, but there are lines you don't cross when you're friends. Especially
5: now when it's like, it's so recent, when it's so soon and somebody's still like recovering and still, you know, going through recovery and dealing with that sadness of that loss. It's like, you don't joke around with stuff like that. Like that's really disrespectful.
4: Mm-hmm. And I think that honestly goes back to what we were just talking about earlier about disciplining your kids. I think there's a reasonable amount of respect that comes with dis- disciplining your kids, and they understand people's pain more when they go through their own. Like when you experience pain for yourself, you don't wish that upon anybody else. So you're more careful on what you say to people and how you present yourself to people than what you typically would be if you weren't.
1: Okay. That's you all I gotta say about that. Theo?
3: Yeah, 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 sorry.
1: What are your thoughts on gaming friends who go too far, like making fun of people who died? Well, I mean,
3: that, to be quite honest, like it's, it's just fucked up, honestly. This can cause severe emotional damage and stuff. And as he said, he's suicidal already. So, you know, that one comment eventually might just push him over the edge and he'll just end up killing himself. So there's a limit. There's a limit to where some, you know, friendly banter and jokes can go. And making fun of like some baby dead sister that died that, that we... Or his dead girlfriend, it's just it just crosses the line completely.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, all right
3: that's just my question um theo you have a question from reddit yeah yeah, yeah yeah right the type the type for this question is my fiance has just ended everything with nine weeks until the wedding my fiance female 22 is ending everything with me male 23 and says there is no chance of us getting back together i got back from work yesterday sat on the bed and she told me it was over that the decision is final and there's no chance no interest in getting back together in any way shape or form so obviously this poor guy he's in shock he's been together for seven and a half years since they're about 15 so childhood lovers and they have never had any issues until october of last year he's just lost his job and he was away and she has been away training for her new role in a or something she's a female actress uh she said that she hadn't been go ahead she said that she hadn't been happy since august and that he needs to step up so since then, he's done pretty much everything in the house. So cooking, cleaning, washing up, feeding the cat and doing everything. So he's been a stay at home husband. And she said she would like still stay if I needed to do even more. So one week, um, he would be spending too much time with her and the next week too little. And she just said she needed space and she felt too alone in the relationship. So, she's, so he's staying at our friends tonight and he doesn't know what to do. What should he do?
1: Um, I, think he sh- mm. I think she might be cheating. I think, I think to she might be cheating to break it all I was thinking, but I think she
2: might be cheating well there's also the fact that she you said she was uh doing her actress role right yeah and so that means there's gonna be a lot of money in for her and she pretty much start doing whatever she wants so she, she doesn't have to be reliant this is and true he's doing everything he can for her, literally everything for her so I don't see what the issue is I think he's doing everything he should be considering he wants to fix himself for her. and he's completely fine too
3: and considering the fact that she told him to basically step his shit up and if you're not going to have a job, do everything around the house, he's done what he's told and she's still complaining about it. So I kind of feel like kind of, you know, bad I for the I think guys, that's kind of the
4: point for her. She was hoping that he wouldn't do any of that shit and she would have a reason to like kick him out. But where she don't, she needs to complain about other things to make him want to leave. Yeah. yeah. She don't want
3: to yeah. be the
1: bad guy. Yeah, she's trying to play the victim. Mm-hmm.
3: this is where it leads into the cheating factor and stuff like that she wants an excuse to leave him so she can go with her, you know rich you know acting
4: new
1: boyfriend no balls just so you don't want him anymore exactly yeah. and i'm like don't mess with that's such a waste of time right. you know how everybody says life is short wasting my time that that much we're at a point where we're about to get married and then you want to break it off i might kill you I might kill
5: oh, you. that's that. like so <laughs> yeah. oh, <laughs> emotionally wrecking for someone to just prolong that and just keep dragging your feelings on. Like just, just cut it off. You I'm emotionally lose her and cut it off.
2: I would be, a, I would be pretty pissed, but the next day I'd be like, that's tough. I'm gonna go find someone else now.
1: I don't think you'll be like that, Joseph. I feel like you're a very sensitive you guy. Know? <laughs> you
4: look I, would, I would be like fuck Dusty,
3: fuck him For the first two days I'm yeah. gonna kill That
4: motherfucker I'm gonna cut his Incastration <laughs> It's <laughs>
5: coming your way Why yeah, like, he leave me
2: though Why he leaves me Well yeah, the way I look at it Is this right They They lost something right They lost you And They don't see How good you are right That's on them So now You can go Someone else Who will actually Appreciate that
1: I think there's a big Difference between A boyfriend and a fiance yeah no I,
2: 100% <laughs> but I'm saying if they can't see that just dude just find someone else yeah they've been childhood
3: sweethearts for like seven and a half years as well so that's gotta be obviously and he's gonna be an emotional wreck for the next few weeks she you know, probably his first whole life. yeah his first yeah. love been together whole their life nearly 8 years and she just yeah left that's him like me and, like and
4: Dusty see, if, if Dusty wants to pull some shit like that on me <laughs> Hell no! I would go utterly crazy because I've we've literally dated from middle school, high school. We've been together since we graduated.
3: Cause balls off.
1: Yeah, I would probably Friday. kill him too. Yeah, I I would want to be that like strong emotional type where I don't care. I'll just find somebody else. But eight years of my life wasted? I don't think that's possible.
4: I think I would be. I would. You would definitely cry more year more about the time that you wasted putting in the effort for that relationship, knowing that it was a sham. That's what I think more women cry about and they don't realize it. But it's the effort that you put into it and now you gotta start it all over.
1: Yeah, it's a little sad. Nine weeks
3: before the wedding to too, you must be absolutely devastated. A lot, lot of men in...
1: and
4: women
1: have to go through that shit, and that's sad. Yeah. I've been like, shit, let me see if I
5: can get that security department back. <laughs> <It's next.
1: laughs> Let me call her. And gonna... why is he leaving the house? I'm pretty sure they bought the house together. I have every right to be in the house. I'll be in that house and be so petty. Leave a mess all around the house. Do everything that she doesn't like.
0: Take a right. don't Flush
1: flush <laughs> my shit, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> just do everything that will piss her off that I knew she hated. Oh so like you
5: you can go stay with whoever the fuck you fucking. Whoever you fucking, who you can go stay with. But yeah. I would have changed, changed the locks on the doors, changed the locks on the damn doors. She ain't getting up in there, put up with a little ring doorbell camera,
1: and I'll be like, ha ha, bitch, hi, <laughs> you can't get in. <laughs> <laughs> totally
2: they had to take a step further, call the police, say there's that crazy person at the door.
1: Yeah, that's true. I broke up with this person and she's still on my door. Just keep it up. I would, I honestly wouldn't be that petty. But that is all the time we have for this episode. <laughs> Um, tomorrow we're doing the next episode. We will be discussing a lot of different topics. <laughs> so tune in for that one. Thank you for tuning in. And we finally have somebody for guys, because I was looking at our algorithm and I saw a lot of people from the United Kingdom. I'm like, why don't I have somebody from there? So you know, you guys can hear a bit of your own people. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, um, you can have a little bit of your own culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though you guys don't really have much culture, but they. Oh <laughs> my <I'm-> god! <laughs> <I'm- I'm- I'm- laughs> but yeah, thank you for joining us, Theo. We we loved having you on. Yeah, no nice worries.
2: Just glad and- to hear your opinion. I'm yeah.
1: Thank you. So I feel like you're. You cut out,
4: Audrey.
2: Yeah, you
1: you're Oh, okay strong everything well Audrey cut out well that's I keep problem. cutting out okay. Oh, okay I keep cutting out so <laughs> I said that I find it interesting that Europeans have all these different yeah. ideas because you either find a person a European who's just very 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 weird or very very hate like hateful mm.
2: I don't know where you've been going but yeah I, uh... I don't know about that
1: like the you like the ukrainian refugees who are complaining there's too oh, much days. muslims and black people at their mm. refugees camp
3: <laughs> Wait, so, <laughs> where, where you get this information from no literally Wait, what?
1: These, the ukrainian refugees that are yeah. fleeing russia right they are in this camp in europe yeah. Yeah. somewhere in a couple of places in europe and they're complaining there's too many gypsies and black people and muslims they want to be moved in an area that's like. More white.
2: What the are they used to? You
1: that doesn't matter. Really that, is, no. <laughs> that doesn't matter. You can't be I picky mean, when you're escaping a time of war. Yeah, you cannot right, be picky.
2: <laughs> I'm not though. <laughs> take, 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 take it or leave it. take it or
1: leave it. Well, maybe yeah. you should have stayed in that war zone, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's just that you can't be pick and choose when you're going through that situation. You yeah. take whatever you... It's like the homeless people who are picking on what kind of money they're going to accept. Like, keep, when you say, I'll buy you. you a meal instead of giving you $5, they don't want to accept that. That You don't really want help.
2: Keep a bug with you. They should have just left in the trenches. Yeah. Right.
1: Honestly. but That's all. That's all we have for today. You guys have a good one. Bye.
2: Have a good one.
5: Bye-bye.
1: Peace out.
2: And I'm a-